Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Candidly with Coffee. We back, just we like are that. Back. Yes, we are back. Thank you for my coffee. You're welcome. What kind of coffee is this? Cheers. Which one? Yours? Yeah, what pod? Uh, caramel, with a vanilla caramel one. Yum, that's good. Black coffee with just a dollop of whipped cream. Just a dollop of whipped cream. That's my favorite, just a dollop. We have um, changed our setting a little bit here for those of you on youtube you can see it we're trying to i'm trying to work through what setup i like for when we move into a dedicated podcasting room yeah i'm getting closer getting closer i'm getting closer and i'm getting farther away from the camera farther away from you because i felt like you're just like on top on top of me before yeah i think we're getting closer guys but thank you so much for tuning in so much support lately our downloads have definitely increased yes thank you guys and we're just super excited because we have a lot of really cool things planned not only for the podcast but just our offering to yes. you guys in general so it's coming it's coming lots of cool and exciting the things. level up is coming yeah that's all i gotta say about that yeah it's coming in, in a in a cool way like yep. we have i hate people who tease stuff but you know it is what it is i'm teasing teasing yeah um it is a stormy ugly day yeah, no blue skies today. Why is it always my busiest days, the days I have to leave the house, the days I have to, I have my double workout day. Why is it always like that, a stormy day? Murphy's Law. God. It just be like that. When it rains, it pours. That's all. It's just keeping us- Literally, it's when keep, it rains, it's it pours. It's keeping us humble. That's why. It's so, I mean, it was the storming, storming this morning when I left, and I already, I just, I still have another workout later. and. This goes to show you, it's one thing we would never be able to control is Mother Nature. She, nope. she comes when she wants to come, and that's that. You just deal with it. She comes on her terms, and that's that. There's nothing you can do about it. If it rains, oh well. I swear Guess what, though? When you're in the gym or you're at your studio working out Orange Theory, it's not raining in there. You're working out, correct? I had a great workout, actually. Me too. Me too. I had a great Good workout. One. Let me tell you this. I felt strong. Like, I feel strong. I'm so glad that- And which way you feel strong? Well, my fitness- my fitness has been so consistent. Mm-hmm. And even when, like during the holidays on some of the weekends and stuff, I definitely ate more calories. I, I definitely ate a surplus at times in calories and not you at maintenance. Think? Same here. But the consistency of my fitness yes. allowed those calories to be put to good use. I bet. Because I feel stronger. The excess calories, you right. feel it. You're utilizing Whereas them. Years ago, my old habits were, if I wasn't eating on point, I wasn't working out. It's like the first thing that I would say, like, well, I'm off track right now, so I'm not, why am I going to bother with workouts? When you're That's eating stupid. more, that is when you- Ramp it up. Ramp it up yes. in the gym. Ramp it up. Do not scale back. No. Use the calories. Get the gains mm-hmm. out of it. I yeah. know I'm getting muscle gains out of it. I feel stronger. I'm picking up heavier dumbbells. You picked up this table. No problem. Right. You didn't even flinch. Yeah, no, I feel strong. Babe, I need a man to help me. You handled it. (laughs) (laughs) Just saying. You just handled it. You didn't know. No, you did it. I know. And I feel strong. Your core is strong. Your legs are strong. Everything's strong. It's good. Oh, that's one thing for sure. My core this past year has significantly improved. So it's it's nice. It's it's nice to have like tangible results. And I feel good in terms of that. I just started a deficit, like a, a slight deficit. So I do, some days I'm in a deficit, some days I get maintenance. I'm kind of flip-flopping mm-hmm, on mm-hmm. 
right now and then I'll ramp it up, have more deficit days in January. But um, even even with a deficit, I feel strong. Like today I felt really strong in class. That's good. How do you feel? And we ate a lot. I felt good, strong. I did crazy workout this morning too. And I didn't eat no food. I just went coffee and straight there. Because I, I, I don't really get hungry till about 10 a.m. So there's you no point. You gotta go with how you feel. So what I do, I just do a shot of honey. Oh, that's quick. good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Quick. That's an, a tip for you guys, by the way. If you want to have a little burst of energy before your workout, yep. aim for, you need fast digesting carbs, like sugar, mm-hmm. something sugary, not fats. Fats will slow you down. Fats will make you feel sluggish in your workout. It will. So Sometimes you wanna, make you want to throw up too. Yeah, you want to you want to have the the sugar quick or the carbs, but a fast digesting carb. Mm-hmm. You know, have some fruit w- with some honey. You know, a bowl of strawberries with a drizzle of honey on it or something would be good. Yep. Sometimes I have a, a rice krispies treat. It's ninety calories. It's like a lot of sugar, and it's just gonna it's gonna give you quick energy. So Fats don't. So you don't tank out during your workout because yeah. there's times where you'll be having a good workout all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Boom, you hit a wall. Yeah. And then you don't know why. And you're like, damn, I didn't eat enough. It's like, or dang, my my yeah. my energy it. stores are low. Mm-hmm. And so they just emptied. And yeah. now yes. and when if you have fat, think, oh great, that's a great opportunity to burn fat. Not really, because your body cannot quickly convert fat into energy. Facts. It is a slow process. Yes. That's why have you ever heard of the fat burning zone? With your heart rate, it's a, a slow walk or like a leisurely because you don't need energy as quickly. You don't need as much energy. So your body has time yes. to kind of like, yep. do, 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 let's make some energy out of the fat. It's, mm-hmm. it's not a quick process. So if you are elevating your heart rate, your body needs carbohydrates for energy. It needs yes. to have energy in the glycogen storage tank yep. to use. If that empties out, you're going to gas out. Dunzo. Like you literally cannot go anymore. That's what's going to happen. There. Yes. So I could have done two hours today, honestly, if it wasn't for this. Yesterday, I left for my workout and I was supposed to be home after you. You were gone still when I got home. You were gone forever. I'm like, this guy is insane. You're in. You and Alyssa. Alyssa's like that too. You guys get in this zone in the gym and you could be there for two to three hours. Easy. I am not that I person. Could. Nope. Because I, I, I started with Stairmaster, 10 minutes today. Speed rope, not slow. Speed rope, jumping, 10 minutes, I'm drenched. Then burpees to, to jumping up to platform and then to pull up. So I did a lot of body conditioning today, my own body weight work. That is like what athletes do. Yes, that's what I'm trying to do, Strength explosive. Conditioning. Mm-hmm. Get my core strong too, yeah. my explosiveness. That's good. That's good um, exercise. And athletes in like their off season, that's their focus, strength and conditioning. Yes. So what people don't know is an athlete, typically like Facts. a basketball player or whatever, they don't want to put on tons of muscle. Negative. Kind of, muscle actually slows you down. Yes, it does. Fighters too. Not too much muscle. It's a fine line. Some muscle, but not too much. It'll slow you down. Yeah. Like the more muscle you have, you're, it's slow. you're not really, you don't have a lot of speed and agility if you're like a bodybuilder. Yeah. You know, you're, it's more aesthetics. Yes. The muscle's it, not really functional. And they can't, bodybuilders are so wound up so tight. And I was one of them. I was in that scene that it, when they throw a punch, it looks awkward. They mm-hmm. look like gor- big gorillas and it looks so stiff and tight. Mm-hmm. It took me years to break out of that shell. Now I'm loosening and all yeah. up. I'm loose now. Actually, the, um, Feel better the coach too. I had today at Orange Theory, it's Coach Jared. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he does martial arts also. Yeah. But nice. it, it 
he says little things during the workout that are very helpful. Mm -hmm. Just little snippets. He'll be like, right now, you guys are probably tightening up. You're hunched over. You're trying to get through the rest of this run. Loosen up. Drop your shoulders. Drop your shoulders, yes. And he'll say little tips, and I do it, and it helps. Mm -hmm. I'm like, wow, that really just helped because... Especially if you're exerting, you're getting through that last, we'd had a long like run, endurance run. And he's like, you're tightening up. Like if you feel yourself, like make sure you drop your shoulders loose. Like mm-hmm. don't, don't crunch your hands tight. Pretend you're holding like a bag he of potato chips. must be martial arts. We said in fighting, don't we never clench, clench our fists yeah. because now you just tense your whole body. Yep. So relax. Yeah. So the lever wants to come out loose and relax. And then you close your fists at the end. It's hard yeah. to learn, but once you learn to throw a punch, the mechanics behind it, it's beautiful. Yeah, and it's crazy because like little things like that. Like yes. today, I'm like, wow, that really helped. I was like, my shoulders were like lifting up. And I when he told me that, I dropped my shoulders and just the, the motion was so much more fluid. Right. It just you goes felt, to it show felt, you. It felt natural, right? Like this is yeah. the way it's supposed to feel. That's the best feeling. And also another tip I'm going to give you when you're running, you were, you were kind of making fun of that video I was watching. The guy says, glide on your feet. Be light. When you're running, yeah. you shouldn't be stomping. You should yeah. be light, like gliding with the yeah, treadmill. Yeah, well, let's let's clear it up for the listeners because sometimes he's out in the living room and watching the most random ass youtube videos and we have a 85 inch tv and he's watching these like random ass well i was watching a guy like i was watching how he shadow box how he he he, uh jump rope i did calisthenics and the same thing he said you're like floating on your feet light on your feet i'm like that's good i've been doing that but that's good to hear from someone else and i was like what are you watching he's like i'm just trying to improve my craft Get better of what I'm doing. Yes. I'll be 48 next month and I'm still getting better. When people say, oh, I'm this age, this is just the way it's going to be. Nah, BS. Mm-hmm. I call bullshit. Sorry. That's you just yeah. tapping out in your mind. You can get better. We're always learning. It's actually called neuroplasticity in your brain. Plasticity. Yeah, it's like a tongue twister. Well, we're starting. Your brain can still You're, learn. You're still learning yes, new things. That is the ability for our brain to continue to learn. Yes. Even as you get older. Yes, so you can learn. Let yourself say, oh, I'm too old for this, or I'm too old I can't for that. get a degree. BS, it was a lady. It went national, the news. She was in her 80s. She got her like a doctorate or master's. She did in her 70s and got her degree by 80. Yeah, and it, but what's true, though, is if you don't use it, you lose it. Yes. So if you continuously Super learn, facts. like I've made it a, a goal for myself this year, like I'm going to improve my craft. I'm going to learn some more specialized things that you guys are going to benefit for as our listeners, as our viewers, you're going to benefit from because I've made it a point to like hone my craft even more. Yes. To learn more, to get the latest and greatest data and yep. techniques and, and things like that. And the more I use my brain, I feel it starting to fire. Yeah. Like I feel it firing on more yes. levels. And while I, you know, we're doing pretty good, like for our age in terms of like our fitness and, mm-hmm. and things like that. So yep. obviously I have a lot of fitness goals, but I'll be transparent with you guys. I have a lot of like financial and business goals for myself this year too, because I feel like that's where I've held, I've held myself back and I, I could improve there financially and business wise and things like that like so a lot of my personal goals are related to that yep. as well and you know what, help, what helps conquer those goals what people don't realize is your level of discipline getting up in the morning mm-hmm. getting ready you're tired but you're going to go hit that workout that's all discipline because that's going to push you into bettering your business and leveling up yeah, it, all, it all goes together they just for fucking physical it's mental too and when your mental levels up everything in life levels up that's the way it goes yeah 
Yeah, I just so, feel like time. there's been times where I have to tell myself, though, too, because I find myself saying, like, man, is it too late to, like, fix these things or to get on a better trajectory with finances and things like that because I'm already in my 40s? No, it's not too late. No. It is no. absolutely not too late. No. Don't let yourself no. do that. I, I have to tell myself that. I've had those conversations with myself lately. Like, no, it's not too late. You're making changes now that are going to you know, work towards that. I just yes. want you guys to not think that just because we're on here and we preach about a lot of these things that we've got it all figured out, that no, we've we already, ex you know, succeeded. And so therefore we're teaching you how to succeed. We're kind of teaching you as we go too. Yes. yes. We are a work in progress, believe me. As most people are on social media, do not let people make you believe that they've got it all figured out. And no. that their life is now perfect. And so they're going to teach you how to have a perfect life. That's sales tactics it's, a lot of times. Yeah. They, 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 they create this facade and they yes. want you to believe that they're, they're ultra super successful. They'll go as far as ring an exotic car, driving around, take videos just to show people. I get that level. Of, you want people to perceive you are a certain way, but you're not really that way. I know. But at what point is that like it's, fake it till you make exactly. it or just being a complete phony baloney? Yeah, I know. And there's a lot of phony balonies getting exposed these days, oh, yeah. which I love. And I love it. Me too. I love they need it. to. That's why I- More fitness I'm, coaches, more right. everything in the industry needs well, to get exposed. Well, that's why I want to make it a point to say that just because we're on here preaching about how to be successful and all those things, we are a work in progress yes, ourselves. Yes, we are. Yes, we but are. But I feel like- we are, we do practice what we preach though. Yes, we do. And, you know, I, I feel like last year for me was a little bit of a, like a moratorium year just because I wasn't clear on my goals. I was just trying to survive, to be honest. Yeah. Um, you took a lot of personal hits. But on that token, I'm trying to get myself in a mindset to where I can still work on my goals, still keep pushing forward despite life's trials and tribulations because they will never go away. Never. Remember that people would never. So don't always think like, oh, I'm going to start working out when this happens or, or this person yeah. passes away. No, yeah. do it now. I'm going to do it after. Yeah. Once this is over. Once, once is that's over. over. Once my kids start school. Yeah. Once don't do that. No. You actually need You're creating to learn barriers. how to keep pushing forward despite the problems. And that's what 2022 taught me. Yep. 2022 taught me that. Even though it'll get harder at times or whatever, you have to keep pushing forward. You got to dust yourself off and keep functioning and keep, life doesn't stop because your mom died or your dogs died. Yes, true. It doesn't. It doesn't. I wish we wish, wish could stop the clock and mourn everybody want, doesn't work that no, way. I wish I, you know, especially for like an entrepreneur, because I don't have my, you know, my sister, like she's like, oh, I'm going to take a month off. Like, well, that's nice. You work I can't for Apple. do that. Yeah. You know? When you but, work for a corporation, you could do that. So I'm, I, I learned that despite tough times, you can move forward because even though I think that, I, I, I just said it, right, that 2022 was kind of like a moratorium year, it wasn't really. I actually exceeded in a lot of levels. I, yes, you I did. I jumped a lot of levels in my business and a lot of things in my, my fitness, a lot of things despite that. Ooh, sorry. It felt like it was a fog. Yeah. And like right? I didn't accomplish a lot. But really, in hindsight, I actually did accomplish a lot. But I intend to accomplish even more this year. Despite trials and tribulations, I am 
the primary caregiver for my father who's ill, whose illness isn't getting better. Nope. It's only going to progress this year yes. and be, you know, I have some some tough times ahead. But I'm setting myself up in a way mentally that I can persevere regardless. I can still push through and make it still live my life and do all of the things. And that's why it's important to keep your mentals very, mm -hmm. very strong. So when you do encounter these uh, inconveniences of life, these painful things we're all going to go through, your, your mental health is strong to push you through, to mm -hmm. keep you going. Because let me tell you when, you, when you have to deal with death and it's apparent, you you want to go with them. I'm not going to lie. My mom died. I'm like, I want to go with you, mom. I don't want to be here. I'm, I was crushed. But you got to keep moving. That's unrealistic. That's not what, what our parents would want. It's always that guy. <laughs> Sorry, guys. We had a little interruption. Yeah. Um. Anyways, so when you are feeling those barriers or feeling like you're telling yourself, oh, when this happens, then I'll do this. Stop yourself. Because yeah. we, I Tim Robbins, actually, I was listening to a podcast where Tim Robbins talked about uh -huh. if you're waiting for there to be the perfect time or there not to be any problems, you're going to be waiting forever. Yep. Life includes problems. Yes, it does. And problems and, and tragedy and situations is actually when we grow. Yep. And you learn about yourself. Yeah. What you're made growth. of is comes from those problems you learn like to pivot or you learn to step up to the plate you know a mm -hmm. lot of times yes um you I, i've used that mentality for a long time mm -hmm. um but even sometimes you'll tell me like I'll, I'll be giving advice to like my son or something and you'll say like do you think he's ready for that and i'll say like no but you sometimes have to do things before you're ready. You have to rise to the occasion. Because True. you will rise to the occasion. Yes. It's the same advice I gave to my sister when she was contemplating taking a job that now was the best decision of her life. She had Facts. come to me because at the time the job was less income. And she's like, I'm not sure if I can make it happen. Like, what do you think? And I said, this is the right move for you and your life will adjust accordingly. You will rise to the occasion. You yes. won't even feel it. I promise you. You know, fast forward, I think it's been, what, six, seven years later, seven years later, I think now, best decision she ever made. Yep. Best decision she ever made. Facts. So remember that for yourself too. And I have to remember this for myself too. Don't always wait until you're ready or don't ever wait till you're ready, actually. No, you'll never be ready. You'll never be ready. Trust me. I'm, I'm guilty rise. of that. I'm going to yeah. do this. I'm going to do that when I'm, I, we're all, everybody, every single one of us is guilty. I'm sorry. Yeah, we are. Every single I'm person. I'm guilty too, even though I give that advice. I have to remember to, yes. like you said, look in the mirror, point the finger. The three fingers are pointing back at you. Yes. Like mm -hmm. pointing at you. It's One finger's you. pointing at the world and the people and three are pointing back at you. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying. That was a good, I, I mm -hmm. like that how someone said that. I was like, Damn. I love that. It's so true. Because like, I thought they're the problem because I'm the problem. She admitted I'm the problem. My marriage failed because of me. And every time I pointed the finger, she said three are pointing back at me. I was like, damn, yeah, I never looked yeah, at it that true. way. For sure. Interesting. Okay. So we're moving on. Moving We're on. To our hot coffee segment. It's a fun one. I think hot it's coffee. a fun one. There we go. Fun little segment. If you guys are OG listeners, back in the summer, over the summer, we Do talked tell. about how we were heavily pursued for a show. Yes. Heavily pursued. Heavily. Um, and they needed us to fly out like the following week. Like it yeah. was happening. They were shooting in July. They yep. we had like one week notice, but we, I didn't, we decided not to do it because it was, I didn't like the premise of the show. 
No. The premise of the show was couples that have been together for a while, like in their 40s. Older couples. That, um, you know, to see if the grass was greener, to try to get them, pair them up with people that are younger and to see if the grass is greener on the other side, if they find somebody that like, you know, is younger, wants to do what they want to do or whatever. Yeah. Right. Um, this casting agent was like, oh, you know, but don't worry. You guys are super solid, but you'll make for a good show. But you don't worry. Like your marriage is fine. Like, you know, it's funny. I'm going to stop you right there. How the hell is she know our marriage is fine and we're super solid? You barely know us. I know. But I, just she trying had to sell stalked us. our social media, but she was yeah. trying to sell us yeah, for sure. Yeah, sell us. Um, well, anyways, the show premiered. The it, show is out. It was real. It I wasn't was, sure if it was. Yeah. The show is out. Fake news or not, it was real. It was not fake news. And to be honest, when we were talking with her, they were looking for four couples and they needed us to fly out that following week. The show only has three couples. Yes, because we were saying they should have more couples. We're couple number four. Um, we wouldn't believe this, guys. If it, if, if it, I'm telling you, this is it's kind of crazy to know that we could have been on that show, honestly. like We didn't stop to think about it. Like, we could have been. So the show, yes, the show is called Love for the Ages. It's on Peacock. We started watching it. I'm, I'm going to watch it. I think it's interesting. Yeah, we'll keep sure. watching it. See what happens. And it is, and I remember for whatever reason, they wanted it to be like um, mixed race couples or Latino, heavily Latino. They Because yes. they had uh, they had um, Adrian Bailon as the host. And yes. so there's, they're all, at least one of everyone in the couple is Spanish speaking and Latin. Yep. And that's what I remember saying, but I don't speak Spanish. She goes, it's okay. Your husband speaks Spanish, but you don't need to speak Spanish, but we're looking for like of Latino descent. Yeah. But you could definitely tell when you look like, oh yeah, like we are exactly fitting what they were looking for. Like they're older couples. They've been together like 10 plus years. Yeah. And they're in their late forties, you know, good looking couples. Some of them are at a crossroads. And they're kind of at a crossroads, but a lot of times I think. They had to create the crossroads to be on the show because for us we aren't we aren't at a crossroads, but no. they would have built on it because what they would have done is they would have interviewed me to. and yeah. said like, "What is it that you know he does that drives you crazy? What do you wish he didn't do?" and vice versa. And yeah. then they would have played on that. Yep. So the show is all about like have and it's on Peacock by the way, and so it is un it's not rated. There's language, sexual content, so it is like. Gonna just be at the explicit. beginning too. Oh yeah, but I could tell from the previews it, that it's going to be like alcohol flows. We're going to see who breaks. So the premise is they get these couples into a house in Malibu. I remember she was telling us it'll be like a vacation. Yeah, you're going to be on a beautiful house in Malibu. Two homes in Malibu. The men go to one home, the women go to another, and they fill each home with the opposite sex, half their age, very sexual, very temptation driven for a month yeah and the the average age of these people are like 21 or like 26 27 the the singles are in their 20s yes 20s man that here's my here's my take first of all first of all let me just say that tyler walked in when we were watching it my son by the way he looked and he was like mom if you would have been on this show, I would have been talking to you for a long time. That kind of like ugh, was a little stab in my heart. He didn't want to see his mom on some. I'm like, if I would have done this show, you would have give, you wouldn't be talking to me right now. He's like, absolutely not. I have a really hard time with this. I was like, whoa. What? Keeping what it real. I always tell you, what stops me in life? What keeps me a little more conservative? Because I'm not really a conservative person, to be honest. Is Just my big ass flirt? Y'all. Is my kids not you? It's my it's my kids. Yeah. Tyler specifically. I know. 
Alyssa not so much, but Tyler yes. is like a father figure. He and is. A, and a, <laughs> You're somebody cracking a husband the whip. figure and a son figure wrapped up into one. Um, if I'm ever contemplating whether I should do something or not, and I feel like it's on the air on the side of a little bit, maybe a little risque or something, I think of him. Yeah. Because you know what it is? What about like, I did think of him when we were contemplating for a second doing the show. Because let's be real, you guys. If we would have done the show right now, we'd be on a podcast tour doing a bunch of podcasts. Yes, we would. We would get so much exposure. Dude, it would have blew our business up. this yes. podcast. For we sure. would get so much exposure for our fitness business yes. and, and our transformations and all of that. Mm-hmm. I've built this following with no exposure. None. None. No paid ads, no paid advertisement, no nothing. None. No special Scratch. show. I've never been featured nah. on a show or anything like we that. We have no fame, nothing. We're just regular people. So it's frustrating sometimes. I wish I am looking for that opportunity to reach more people. And yes. It, and if it wasn't such a like risque premise, I would have considered it. Yeah. But Me deep too. down, I thought this is not, I'm not willing to risk my marriage. Me too. Here's the thing. And, and, and what she was trying to convince us at and what, you know, some people will think is if you're so solid, then you guys could have gone into it, got the exposure and just been solid, you know, through it. While I don't think, I don't worry about myself and like what I've been tempted or whatever, I still think that it is not a good idea to put yourself in a position of temptation as somebody who's married. Don't play with fire, basically. Yes. Don't mess around. I, I, Why play with fire? you could get burned. You could. And I'm not willing to risk that because while maybe we would have, you know, we would have been fine after filming, now, right now, we'd be watching ourselves and every little thing. Every little, like I, in this show, like, like I said, like, it's listen, a Peacock show. And, and look, like right now, we're recording, right? This podcast. Yeah. We sometimes forget the camera's on us. So guess what? Those people don't record very often. So they're going to forget they get recording and they're recording everything, everything and they're zooming in on things. Not only that, babe, they're editing things to look a certain way. Yes. Yes. They're editing mm-hmm. things. Lots of alcohol. Lots. That's where the danger is going to happen. Yeah. Like for sure. I don't care what anyone says. Because you're, you're going to film, like for me. I would have had to be careful with my alcohol intake because I, I, I know myself, I have always kept myself on, on track with my alcohol. When I drink a little too much, everything's a good idea. Everything's a At least you could admit idea. that. That I am like we're that. We're both kind of like, like that. that. Yeah, we're both dangerous. Not that I would, nah. I, I'm worried about myself, but I would I maybe do some things that I was like, ooh, maybe I wish I didn't do that, a little too flirty. A I little, might have flirted a little bit, yeah. yes. You know, and I don't so, think I crossed the line because I I, lo- I respect and cherish our marriage, and I feel like we are solid. Yeah, no, I mean, there's I nothing I'm looking for in life. I'm not looking for a woman half my age. That's not my forte. Right. Like a lot so, of but I men. would have to keep tabs on my alcohol intake. But they're gonna make it flow. And here's the thing: I would want to take a little alcohol to help me film. So it's like finding that fine line, mm-hmm. and then worrying a little bit, watching it back. Like, oh, I hope I didn't say. Or do anything that's going to look bad. Yes. That's going to look worse than it was. Especially yes. the way they're going to edit it yes. together. Mm-hmm. And I think they would have loved. Like to be honest. I think we, we would make good TV. Because when I'm seeing them interview. Like the way. Because as much as we get along. We could easily start in on each other. If we start like we recently did like the icks. We, we kept oh, yeah. going. Like it's fun. The icks. Fun poking. And I think it would make good TV. Especially when you kind of get riled up. Yeah. 
but I wouldn't. I just wouldn't want to put us in that position. I don't blame you. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it would be. It would. We'd be in a. I don't care if they offered us a hundred grand. I'm not to risk our marriage. You're not yeah. some chunk of change. I know they were offering some money, but at the end of the day, it, I, I tell you, it's not real. It wasn't even the it, money to me. It's not it's even the real. Exposure though. Exposure, yes. And the ability to then people would want you on their podcast. That's the yes. best way to promote a podcast is to go on other popular podcasts. Yep. And we could do that. And man, that would be. That would be good, but too bad. The show was just a little too much. Maybe another opportunity will come our way. Maybe. Um, Never know. That's not so, yeah, that one. And, and we haven't, we just started watching it, you guys, and it's, I, I could tell it's going to get. I didn't even ask this chick how she found us. Social media. Because we, Dude, one it of was our right at the same did? time that we started the Candidly with Coffee Instagram. Uh, and we started posting all of those relatable marriage, relatable humor videos. Yes, yes, yes. And they get a lot of traction. I mean, we they have do. several that are over a million. And yep. so like, I mean, we have one that's 7 million, yes. one, another one that's almost 7 million. Yes. And then crazy some that are close to a million. That, so there's a lot of exposure there. And that's, yeah, that's how she found us. Wow. And that's, if you look, if you ask people who have been on reality shows, how did you get cast? Um, they, it's always Instagram, mm. a D, Instagram DM. That's yeah. how they find people because they can well, stalk your she instagram. Hit me up, instagram yeah they stalk your instagram for a while they watch they see your interaction they go to each each other's they get to see what you look like how you talk in front yeah. of a camera mm -hmm. a lot of that it's a really good way to cast people but anyways i'm not i i when we turned it down i thought to myself man i hope we don't regret that decision when it comes out like man these people blew up or whatever but now that i see the show and how raunchy it is nope I am absolutely not, especially after Tyler made that comment. She's a salesperson, man. They just tell you what you want to hear and downplay it, but we know. Listen, we're not rookies. We're fucking pros. We've been around that party environment for how many years? Yeah. And there's a lot of temptation there. Yeah. I mean, there's one time where you were ready to sock a chick up. This girl would not leave me alone. She kept jumping on my lap like, girl, get the hell away from me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. why? Alcohol, flowing, people exactly. get loose, they get disrespectful. Oh, yeah. What about so. this one time? This one time when we went to Vegas, we were at Vegas, the cocktail waitress, I looked up and she was touching your face. You said like you were talking to her or whatever. Mind you, you, you were always a little flirty with the cocktail waitresses. But again, you're in that environment. That's just I'm, what it I'm is. Sorry, you're yeah. drinking, drinking. You're having a good yes, time. Loose. No harm, no foul for the most part. However, where I draw the line is touching. Yeah. And you guys were talking about like ages, like how old she thought you were or whatever. And she grabbed your face and turned it to her. Oh. And I was like, what the fuck is this bitch yeah, grabbing your yeah. face for? Like, oh, hell yeah, yeah, no. no. I know. That's I don't not like good. that. Yeah, that's no. a no. No. You that's don't even no. grab my face. No. no. That's like touching is like a different yeah. ball game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I, yeah. I'm guilty. Yeah. I was flirting. Yeah. I'll, again, your, your inhibitions, you're, you're loose. Sorry, but alcohol, you're loose. I'm sorry, they're, you know? Yeah. It and just that's, happens. And that's what they're doing. They're getting these people liquored up. They are yep. staying in a really beautiful home, though. Beautiful mm -hmm. homes in Malibu. And these girls, gonna, these girls and men are going to come for these older folks. Yeah. Cougars and cougets. You could already tell. Yes. Here's the thing that's scary to me. That's a long time. You And I think it's two weeks separated, and I think they come together. They come back together for two weeks. Yeah. But you can form deep connections with people in that amount of time mm -hmm. 
you know? And if you're bored, you've got nothing else going on. You're forming connections. I think they're going to, you know, it's not to say that they didn't have a good connection with their spouse, but do I think they'll form connections? Yeah, I do. I think you have to- It's just natural human interaction. It happens. You don't mean to. Before you know it, you're talking and you're talking for days on end, then a week, then two- that's way more than enough time to form a connection. Yeah, and that's why I do believe that while if you could have a solid foundation, a solid marriage, I don't sit here and tell you it is impossible. Like it is impossible. It would never happen. Don't don't um, say that. How many times have that been said? Right. And I don't want to say that so that it's memorialized on a podcast and then someone goes, Oh, look. You know, but you can't say that. You have to protect your connection. It's not just like, oh, we have a connection, so we're good. We're going to be good forever. You have to protect it. You can't let someone else come in and get that connection with your spouse. Yeah. Boyfriend, girlfriend. Yeah. Spouse, fiance. That's why you have to be. Dangerous. You have Especially to be the opposite sex. About forming relationships with other people and, yeah. you know, keeping boundaries is really yes. important because it's not as hard as it may seem. And then you're good while, and while you're good, but if you have formed like deep connections with somebody else and then you have a little crack that happens in your foundation as it happens time to time with marriages something will happen or a seer like a bad month you just have a bad month you had a couple of bad arguments life is happening and you've you've maybe you know not had the best month and then somebody else creeps in like a cap what do you call them captains captains capitans Um, capitan captain save a hoe it goes in both directions. Yeah, both directions. It's not just men. No, no, no. It's women both. too. No, no, no. Both. 100%. That's what, what do you always tell me that you've never done? Never confide your feelings to a person of the opposite sex. Because yeah. now they know all your issues and they're going to prey on that. Yeah. And they're going to use that as leverage. Yeah. Yes. But I if, wouldn't treat you that way. Yeah. Oh, she does that. If you're really? looking for a confidant. Be careful you, with that, man. Yeah. And you need to vent about your significant other to somebody. Yes. Make sure it's a safe place. And that safe place is 100% not someone of the opposite sex, unless it's a brother, unless it's like a relative. Your sister, maybe. Yeah, but even then, I wouldn't recommend. And even, and, even, and I'm going to go a step further. You have to be careful even confiding in your own friends because you have frenemies. They might want your spouse. You never yeah. know. Both, yeah. both ways. You got to be careful. Me too, I could be complaining I remember, to, you to know, a man I, and he might want you. I've had secretly. that rule. I have had that rule with myself for a long time. You know, not to confide in, in, to be honest, I'm really careful about who, confiding in anybody for that matter. It's like, I just, I just deal with it on my, on my own because confide in your cousin, right? Yeah. Yeah. But people can be, that's probably the person I would, my, my cousin or my sister. Yeah. Yeah. That's like my safe, they're like the vault, like my safe zone. Mm -hmm. Um, but nobody else really, because you vent about your significant other, and then sometimes mm-hmm. someone misery loves company. Yes, and they'll come and be like, we "Oh, this. fuck that guy! Yes. Don't let him do that." Da, 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 da. Yep. They'll plant things in your head or whatever. Mm-hmm. I remember this one time. I did one time. We had got into it. We weren't married yet, and I confided in somebody who fired me up and, and got me even more upset mm-hmm. with you. And I remember thinking to myself, that was a mistake. Like, I, I, I felt it. Like, that was a mistake. I, I will not do that again. Wow. And it just was, a, it was eye-opening because they didn't make it any better. They made it worse. And had I listened to them, we wouldn't be together. Crazy, right? 
So, you know, people are very influential and you gotta be careful. Yeah. You're you, like, like we'll go back to misery, misery loves company. And the reason that friend is all fired up, maybe that friend is single and wants you to be single. So you guys mm -hmm. can have your, oh, your yeah. girls not out single or your boys not out single. Hey, let's go get turned. Now you're single. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like you gotta no, be careful yeah. with that. No, you're right. Saw careful who sets you up. Mm -hmm. Remember, I definitely had that in my first marriage. I had several people um, that they wanted what I had. They did, and they they were. You know that now. Oh huh? yeah, a hundred percent. Like Crazy, they dude. just had this perception of what my marriage was like, and you know the life I had, and they kind of like wanted my life. I mean, I've always kind of experienced that. I've always kind of had that, and that's why I think I'm more guarded. Yeah. Because I feel like that now. I'm sure there's people out there that want my life. You get these these chicks that are like single white female crazy. Yeah. They get obsessed. It's like with I you. don't know if they want you or me. <laughs> Not me, you. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm an ugly mofo. No, but it's like, what do they want exactly? Like I've had a lot of that yeah. experience in my life. They've copied your style, your hair. We won't name no names, but I've seen it. I've I've seen it from the shot, from the stepping yeah. into the sidelines. Like wow. I'm just like. I think that's probably Crazy. why I'm a little guarded because people either like sometimes I get one if I if I get close with someone they they almost like love me it's like the thin line between love and hate right it's like they love me but they almost hate me at the same time it's weird it's very I've weird. seen your experiences it's, it's yeah and it's oh and it's been like that a handful of times with certain specific people I can't that's say it's happened like to me as a man my 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 walls are like guarded like I have my people. I and I've had the same people, like my confidants or whatever, for my whole life, basically. Yeah, you yeah, know? it's pretty crazy. People do be wanting your life, though. I'm not saying you in general, but out there in the world, people want other people's yeah, lives. Yeah, just in general. Yes, so you just have to be careful. Sometimes, yeah, you do. It's like you're inspired by someone, but it can, yeah. Yeah, you just never know. Yeah, you just never know. Never know. And these rings. They're magnets. They're not wards. They don't ward people off. People, especially, I think women love a married man. I think they love, not this, they think they're going to like full blown, oh, I'm going to make them break up with his wife, but they yeah. get off on if you're flirting with them and mm -hmm. you have a ring, like, ha ha ha, he's married and yes. he's flirting with me. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yes. And to be honest, if true. I'm going to explain to you guys how I am, because I am, I'm not a jealous person. You're I'm not. not a jealous person. I'm not, I don't get intimidated by other beautiful women. I actually, I enjoy true beautiful people. Um, I'm not like that. But one thing I am is do not make a fool out of me. I have a lot of pride. I have a lot of pride. So don't make a fool out of me. I don't mind. Like, don't don't let a girl think that like. She has any chance. Yeah. Yeah. Because Shut then that shit down she quick. really is getting off on that because of me. Yep. Because she knows me. Mm -hmm. Be like, oh, oh, she, if she only knew. That's my thing. I'm not jealous of her or worried about somebody else. Yeah. I just don't, I'm a prideful person. So mm -hmm. don't make me look stupid. Yeah, for sure. That's my, mm -hmm. that's how I feel about, about things. But you can attest. I'm not a jealous person. Nah. You're not a jealous person at all. Nah. We're both very secure That's why people. we work. That's why we you don't know? fight or argue. Imagine yeah. how many couples, if one's confident, ultra confident, and one's ultra insecure, they're going to fight a lot. Yeah. That's just human nature. Yeah. Because that's just the way it goes. It could be like, let's say I'm insecure. You're the super confident one. It could be as far as, why are you wearing makeup today? Yeah. Why did you put your hair that way? Little stupid things. Or like if that, you that, walk that, into she, a, that she's not walk into a room together or an event and the insecure one immediately looks for all the people that they're going to, that they think your significant other might like. Like, yes. They walk in, oh my God, he's going to think she's pretty. Oh my God, he's going he's gonna to think she's hot. And oh my God, look at her body. It's better than mine. 
and I feel bad for them. I know. Because like, can you imagine the trauma and the turmoil in their brain when that's happening? Yeah. Like I, I I've had friends that didn't want to, didn't want to, not them personally, but I won't put them on blast. Their girls didn't want to come out for dinner because they get intimidated by you. Yeah. Weird. Like we literally had, and honestly, it like hurts my feelings. It's weird. It actually hurts my feelings. I remember we had this, a few times. this one couple that they didn't want to go on the boat with us because his, his wife said not until she lost more, like some more weight or whatever, because she felt insecure. That made me feel so bad. Like I literally, it hurt my feelings. Like I felt bad, like. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you shouldn't stop doing you and being physically fit and, no, and super I know. in shape but it because was just... other people's feelings. But I know what you mean. And then, like, even like to go out to dinner or whatever, like, they, like, oh no, like my wife doesn't want to remember that. Yeah, weird, man. I kid you not, guys. This is a true story. Multiple different couples too. Yeah, it's happened. It's true. Unfortunately, you're, yeah. And that's not me. Sad. It's not because that doesn't come from me. Because oh my god, I'm so perfect. I'm this. I'm that. Because I am hundred percent not. It comes from within the other person, their own insecurities. It has own. nothing to do with what I look like. It has everything to do with what they feel like. So basically the definition of that is called social physique anxiety. When they step into a gym, these people, yeah. they think the whole gym stops and stares at them while they're working out. That has not happened, you guys. Yeah. The gym's not stopping and looking at you. Just go in there, do your thing. They're Again, worried walk about in a room themselves. like you own it. Yes. Everybody is concerned about themselves. Yes. They do not care what you look like. No. They no. are worried about checking themselves out yes. in the mirror. Yes. The men and the women. Mm -hmm. The men even worse. They love to look at their pump and all oh, that. Oh, my goodness. I see skinny-ass dudes in the bathroom taking pictures. I want to say, yo, buddy, go eat a steak and pack on some more muscle <laughs> before you start taking selfies. It's just funny to me, but yeah. But that's why they have the social physique anxiety, because they're worried about someone's thinking that. <laughs> all right, you guys. Speaking of that and going into the gym or whatever, let's switch gears. I want this is a perfect opportunity because this episode is coming out, you know, on Friday the thirtieth. Right, We're, it's going to be the beginning of a new year. Oh my goodness, it's already coming. It so is. a lot of people are going to start their journeys. They're about to start their journeys because yes. let's face it, a lot of people wait till the beginning of the year. Yes, That's they do. okay. Now that we're here, let's not worry about the fact that they shouldn't have waited. They waited. So now, how do they start their journey? I actually got several text messages from people like old clients and people that I've worked with that were like, hey, guess what? I'm I'm ready to restart back with body boot camp or I'm going to pull out my dust off my old macros. And I love that. I yeah. love that. Never too late. Um, no. Never and so late. it just made me think because I had a several text conversations with people that were ready to restart their journey. And so I gave them some tips. I just like shot off some tips. Okay. So here are some tips on starting your journey. So that's what I wanted to talk to talk about today. All right, let's hear your tips. All right, my tips. The first thing. First thing. Your why. Why do you, why are you doing this? Why are you starting your journey? You Got to yep. figure it out. You can't just start. You have to know why is it that you want to to do the to do this. Mm -hmm. Why now? Got to have a strong why. Strong. And create an album in your phone, create a vision board, create a note, whatever it is, something that when your motivation starts to dwindle, that you can go back to that and look at it and remind yourself of the why. Yep. Because the little devil's going to pop up on your shoulder all and tell time. you all the reasons why you don't really want this. And when that happens, you got to remind yourself of the why. So you got to have a quick way. And I'm not, I'm serious, like an actual thing you can look at to remind you of your why. Mm -hmm. So that's number one. Number two is 
setting the goals. We talked about setting SMART goals. You got to set SMART goals. You have to know where you're going. Don't just get in the car and drive. You have to know your destination that you're trying to work towards or else you're going to spin your wheels. What's SMART goals again? So SMART goals, specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and and, um, time sensitive. Time sensitive. So that is a SMART goal. Once you have those SMART goals, the SMART goals are like the big outcomes, what you, the big things you want to achieve. I want to improve my mile time by a minute. I want to lose 50 pounds this year. Yes. I want to get into a size six jeans. I'm currently a size 10. Very specific, yep. measurable, big goals. And once you have that, that's kind of ties in with your why, right? Yes. Why do you want to start your journey? Well, because I want to lose 50 pounds because I want to get into size 10 jeans. I want to have my 50th birthday on a beach in a bikini and I want to feel the best I've ever felt. Yep. Those things. And remember, very important that comes along with those goals is the feeling that's associated. I want you to stop and sit in that feeling of pretending you've already achieved it. You have to. Right? That's what successful people do. They already vision it. Yes. I used to vision it. I wanted my body to look and everything when I was super overweight. You you sit in there and you think, oh my gosh, this is what my my body to look like. This is what it's going to feel like when I'm there. You literally get excited as if you already achieved it. Yeah. If you feel that, then it's a good, it's good goal. So that's very, very important. So once you've done that work, then you've got to break it all the way down. And I don't want you to worry about every single month right away. You need to worry about one month at a time. So you've got your big outcome goals. You know your why. Now I want you to stop and think, what am I going to do in January that's going to help me take a little baby steps towards that big, those big outcome goals. What am I going to do? What do I need to do? What behaviors do I need to have? What actions do I need to take? Yes. Those are your January goals. Then you break it even further down. What, what are you going to do the first week of January that's going to help you? You're going to sign up for Orange Theory. You're going to, you know, schedule. I'm going to get three workouts done. I'm going to schedule three workouts. I'm going to meal prep on Sunday, New Year's Day. I'm going to meal prep so that my meals are ready to go. Very, very important. Obviously, the most important thing if your goals are related to weight loss is got to nail down your macros. You got to know what macros you should be eating. It, you can't you can't just like start working out and start eating healthy. It's not enough. No. If you really want to make some actual progress, you got you to gotta know your macros. This is where people fail. They start something and they're lost and they try to wing it. I'm just going to eat healthier and have no idea what they're putting in their body. You know what I mean? Like how much I should be putting in. Yep. Break it down. You got to learn this stuff, you guys. You can't wing it. And then what happens? You don't get progress and so you get you lose your motivation. Quick, and then fast. the goal's that's Done. what happens to New Year's resolutions because All the time. you don't have a strategic plan. Yes, you need macros. You need a coach. Find a program. You know, I have Jay's Body Bootcamp for more in-depth coaching and lots of support. Or if you just need a macro assessment, I do that too. Exactly. I do a one-time macro assessment. But you got to have your macros. You do. You um, do. You know, set a step goal. You need to move. Move. You need to move. We're too sedentary. Way too sedentary. You you gotta set a step goal. The neat calories are very important. And in the winter, people tend to move less. Yes, they do. 
And then they wonder like, I don't understand. I'm eating around the same. Why am I gaining weight? Because you're moving a lot less. Take Mm -hmm. a look at your step goal. You should be tracking your steps so that you know how much your activity is. If you look at like last month and go, wow, I only averaged 5,000 steps a day last month. Normally in the summer, I averaged 12,000 steps. And now you're wondering why you gained a little weight? Yep. You, you may have felt like you kept things on track, but it's the things you're not realizing. Yes. So set a step goal. Another tip I gave to someone I was talking to yesterday is set or uh, meal prep your breakfast and lunch. Eat the same thing all week long and have it ready to go. That's two meals off right off the top yeah. and have them be very high protein. Get the bulk of your protein out of the way in the first half of the day. The reason for that is it's going to give you a little more flexibility for dinner. So if you want to eat the same thing as your family, eat the same thing. You don't have to eat different than your family. Just adjust your portions based on however many calories you have left after breakfast and lunch. And then if you got your protein out of the way early and you have some calories left, you can have whatever you want as your treat. Yeah. So those are kind of like some things I... some some tips I give people to like how to get started is, um, you know, those are some of my tips. Yeah. And once you get started and you learn this formula, it's the best because you, you, you take it with you forever. You can always jump back on macros. You learn it. Exactly. It ain't just, you're giving them a homework assignment. You have to learn this. You have to practice it. Mm-hmm. You have to get good at this. Yeah. You learn your body. Is it working? How do you feel? Pay attention to all that. Yeah. I was actually having a call, a coaching call with a client yesterday And I I thought it was amazing. Like she didn't feel like necessarily she had like a ton of progress because she got sick and it was obviously the holidays, but she continued to track anyway. Wow. She tracked her. her macros, even though she wasn't hitting her macros, she was going over on her calories. She continued to track. And I thought, you know what? That is so good. I don't think you realize that what that's amazing progress Mm -hmm. by tracking, even though you know, you're going over because the minute someone feels like they're going off track they like to put the blinders on and they throw away the app because they don't want to know but it's very eye-opening if you track even when you are off track yeah because then you start to learn how much you're actually eating yeah most people are eating significantly more than they think they're eating yes a lot more so much more, like thousands of calories more. And it becomes very eye-opening as to why you're not progressing. Because if you track that, that weekend that you just go off track, I, for, I, I encourage you to track it anyway. See how much you ate. You probably ate 7,000 calories over on Saturday and Sunday combined. True. Easy. At Easy. least. Easy. Very easily happens. You go out to dinner one like dinner at a restaurant, 2000 calories like that bread, your dinner, d- average dinner plate at a restaurant, 1500 calories or more in the and USA. Dessert, you, you could be 2,500 calories in just with dinner and you've already ate. That's not including drinks that have calories and then your dessert afterwards. Yeah. And you've already ate breakfast and lunch. So that means you probably ate 5,000 calories that day. You don't realize it just like that. And, and going back to that, with that right there, I'm going to reiterate on that. What I always say, like, dang. And men too, but the average weight of women, the size of women have gotten like twice the size now. 
Why is that? Because I'm sitting across from you at the dinner table and we both order an entree. We both have bread. We both have some drinks. We both have dessert. Well, that's fine and dandy. 5,000 calories for you is a lot different than 5,000 calories for me. Yes. On a smaller frame. That's what happens. On a smaller vessel. That's what happens. Women, we have such a disadvantage when it comes to that. Yes. Yes, you can build an appetite just like a man. Yes. But we have a smaller vessel, so we're not going to burn as many calories. Nope. We don't have as much muscle. You don't. Skeletal muscle. You don't. And then you add in the fact that we're the ones who get pregnant. We're the ones who have to have the babies. Like It's a lot harder for us to maintain a healthy weight than men, especially if we're side by side with a man who can eat double. I remember it was like an epiphany for me. I started to, I would eat calorie for calorie with you on cheat days. And I'm thinking like, you know what? I should always eat half of what you eat. (laughs) If you have a burrito, I should eat half the burrito. If you have five donuts, I should eat two and a half donuts. And when I started to think about it differently like that, my cheat days became more scaled back. Well, you always say your dad always says, how does he lose weight? Your 82-year-old father. Just, he would say, just cut it in half. Just eat half. And he would always do this with his That's hand. All. Just eat half. And, and he doesn't have knowledge of macros no. or breakdown. But what works is he knows for a fact, if I eat half, guess what? That's half the calories. My body's going to lose weight. Yeah. It's, energy it's as simple in, as energy that. out. It can be as simple as that, you guys. It really can it be. It can. It can. But why do people not do it? And people have like, and the other thing that kind of drives me crazy. Because Americans, babe, we're taught to eat everything on our plate and they come with these big ass portions. Oh, like you go to yeah. Europe, the portions are way smaller. Well, half. The other thing that drives me crazy, there's like this trend on social media, especially with like health coaches and stuff like that. Like you need so many calories. You need to fuel your body. That's not enough calories. It irritates me so much when someone- These are fitness professionals? Yeah, like that advice? if I post like a, if I post like a what I eat in a day and someone will comment like that's not enough calories. It's not. How do they know? Yeah, how do they know? You know nothing about me. Nothing. You don't know what what activity I do. You don't know my weight, my height, my age. That is such an uneducated, uninformed comment. Not only that, babe, they don't know how you feel. They're not not you. So people don't realize that. You can't just uh, assume a person feels a certain way because you think that. No. But people also have this mentality that you should eat a lot more than you really should. Now, remember... I like to think of the body as like a, a, a clothing machine, a washing machine. If you have a really good quality washing machine and it works great, but if you overstuff it, yes. is the clothing going to wash well? No. No. We know that. It's it needs room work. to move in there. You, If you have days where you overstuff and you shove tons of calories in this machine, your body's going to break down. Your the the components, the mechanisms, the yep. things that are they're not going to work properly. No, you do that repeatedly over time, you are literally going to break down your body. You put too much oil in the engine, you blow it. It'll start leaking through all the crevices. There's a reason why the gas pump stops when it fills up, so it doesn't spill outside of your right. car. We have we should have that for humans. Americans, the 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 obesity epidemic for Americans has to do with too much. Too much. It's just overconsumption. Too much. You, you're just eating too much and you're used to eating too much. Therefore, it's very difficult to eat less because your body's used to it. You get hungry. It's hard. You trained your body first. over it's so hard. many years. It is. You got to You're going to have to go through. I had a client say like, hey, what do I do for cravings? I have, a, you know, a lot of cravings um, when I'm in a deficit and then when it's that time of the month. And, you know, yes, I gave some tips for what you can do for cravings. However, at the end of the day, 
you also have to learn to suffer a little bit. If you're trying to lose body fat, you're going to feel hungry sometimes. Yes, you guys. That's part of losing weight is the journey. You got to embrace that. That's part yeah. of it. Sorry, there's no way I around that. I love it. You once gave me, and I think you heard it from Adam, uh-huh. but it, when you feel like that hunger, it's like, think about it like it's body fat that's burning. I look at it like a video game, like Pac-Man is in my body with the little balls, eating bits of fat away. Little, little microscopic fat. If you feel that hunger, learn to like love the hunger a little bit because it means that your body's uncomfortable. Yes. If your body's uncomfortable, that means it's having to dip into stored body fat. That's what you want. Yes. You want to dip into store body fat, and yes. that does feel uncomfortable. It does. It does. But that's part of the journey of losing weight. Yeah. You have to go through that. There's no way around it. It's like grief. You have to go through it. I'm sorry. There's no way around it. Yeah. That's it. Start learning how to go through things yes. and not try to get around things no. all the time. No. Don't look for shortcuts. Nope. Go through it. You'll get better. You, If you go through it, you'll learn the tools, and you'll get better at managing things. The first day... Be your hardest. Second day, less hard. Third day, before you know it, you're a week, two, three inches. It, you're four weeks into this. Yeah. You're like a machine. It doesn't bother you no more. Like, ah, oh, it's just in my body. It's hungry. Yeah, it's burning just fat. Speaking of that, but and next week everyone's gonna be grumpy. Hmm? Next week is gonna be a grumpy week for everybody because everyone's starting their journey. They're starting their calorie deficit. You get grumpy at first. You do when you first start. Because it's not fun, especially mm. if you're coming off of in- indulging. And a lot of people, another thing they'll do is they'll super indulge the day before they're going to start a program. Yes. They'll go crazy. I don't recommend that. Yeah. To the point where they want to throw up and feel sick. Yeah. I don't remember. Gosh, I don't remember the last time I've had that mentality. Like, oh, I'm going to just go balls to the wall because I know tomorrow I'm going to get super strict. Mm-mm. That's been years, but that's a, a common mindset. But let me just tell you this. You're not setting yourself up for it, <laughs> making it any easier. It's hard when yeah. you do that. Yeah. It's hard because the cravings are really going to be out of control. And you have to formulate a plan to, for mm-hmm. success in this. You can't just wing it. I think people think, I'm just going to do this. You hear the same generic ass answer and it's, it's old. Like, mm-hmm. stop with that. Like, I've been, I'm almost 48. I've been here since a kid. You better have a formulated plan. How yeah, I mean, I gave you guys lots of good tips in this yes. episode, so hopefully it's Spend helpful. Spend some money on yourselves. Don't be scared to invest in yourselves, you guys. And I have to say this before I leave. I'm going to give you, my guys, a little reminder. If you haven't already, make sure you go over to Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five-star review. We'd really appreciate yes. it. We didn't do the show. We didn't do Love for the Ages. We're not going to have the exposure, the podcast tour, True. et cetera. Yes. So we are relying on you guys to help us out with a rating. Also, share our podcast. Please. Share an episode. If you feel yes. like it's going to resonate with somebody, yes. share it or share a link to it in your Instagram. Help mm-hmm. us out. We would really appreciate it. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you, guys. We'll see you on the next one. See you.